when it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. All right, honky-tonk. All right there, uh, Ronnie Hot Dog. If that's what you want to be called this week, you want any alternatives, you're more than welcome. Uh, if you have any options, I'd like to listen to Billy them. Billy Mystery. Mm. Tasmin Harp, I thought might might suit you. Oh, gender-bending. Yeah, extra Peter. Breezy Colin or Hot Sauce Harry. Uh, you know, they're a bit, they're a bit, they are light and breezy this week. It's up to you. Uh, I quite like Hot Sauce Harry. Can I, can I be that for today? All right. Hello, Hot, uh, hot Sauce Harry. It's lovely <laughs> to see you again. And you, yes. Um, do you reckon you're faster than me? How do you mean? Just running. Um, yeah, I do. I definitely do, yeah. Do you? Yeah. I don't think you are. Why did you say that? Back it up. Well, maybe so we will one day. I'll tell you what. I still at the Cleveland, um, the Clareville Stadium in Middlesbrough, I still hold the uh, record for 400 metres under 13. I think that's bollocks. What do you mean? What records are bollocks? No, I think what you've just said there's bollocks. I think you've made that. I, I promise I've made it up. I'm not as swift as I used to be. I'm not as swift as uh, mm. well using bird analogy. But Abby, could you outrun a house, Martin? You know those that probably. Yeah. <laughs> could you fuck? <laughs> what if it was after us? <laughs> if it was coming after us for a bit of fat or something? I tell you, I tell you. Have you are you aware of the um, the black mamba snake? Andy, I think I am. Yeah, we've we've mentioned it in a previous podcast. Oh, have we? He run. They run at twenty miles an hour after you. They do, don't they? Because they can sort of like they slither at tremendous speeds because they've got massive muscles. Well, they do. They right? do. Have you heard of it in American movies? They might say, "Would you like half and half?" Which is something to do, something to do with making tea and coffee. And that is it. Half milk, half cream, or something. <laughs> I don't know. Well, anyway, I, I can... In the movies. <laughs> but anyway, they go what I'm going to call half and half. They have half yeah. their body S-shaping on the floor and the other half yeah. erect. All right. Yeah. Oh, that's right, yeah. And they run it... Tw- they do. See, the interesting thing is, Andy, when considering your speed, is that the Black Mamba, for example, runs uninhibited by, unlike yourself, having a pair of tits. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> The thing is, though, tits can be gained and tits can be lost. Yeah, well, you certainly haven't lost yours. You obviously keep a good eye on them, don't you? Do you clean them? Do you use a special cleaner on a lotion or an ointment or something? Just like a little brush. Do you know them brushes you used to get you clean your records with? What, a breast brush? <laughs> just, get, just to get underneath into the folds. Right here. But nice nice soft brush, soft bristles. Not like a toothbrush. Oh, right, like a pastry brush, something like that. Yeah, yeah. I think a pastry brush and a lotion and one of your breasts is one of the most disgusting images I've ever I've ever conjured up. <laughs> you started it. No, you started it by growing them, Andy. Have you had a good week? <laughs> That's all right. Yeah, not bad. You? Fine. I've been acting, doing my series Drifters. 
I heard about that, yeah. Um and I heard a little whisper from the uh from the set. Yeah. From from one of the uh one of the runners. Right. Who got in touch with me on Twitter and it's apparently when you're in between takes yeah. you make everyone on set wear a blindfold and they all they all have to suck on a baby's dummy. Well, that's not true. So it doesn't put you off? Well what's gonna if I'm in between takes what what am I being put off from? Well, you're just concentrating on doing another take because you fucked the last one up. I, yeah, I, I only fuck up about 70% of my takes. You can't say it with that degree of certainty. Um, Catering's very good on Drifters, Andy. Is yeah. it? Is that one of your demands as well? No, nah, it's for everyone. So at the at the, yeah. at the unit base, right, they've got... The leftovers are for everyone. No. Slops are for everyone. <laughs> Yesterday's slops are over there, everyone. Leave Mr Mortimer alone. So he's kebab. So there's there's a there's like a van where they cater from. You get the choice of three mains, choice of three puddings, plus a separate salad bar and a cold roast. That isn't bad, is it? That's all right. That's if anyone's thinking about trying to get into show business or acting, yeah, as you call yeah. it. I can't think of any greater incentive than that. No, it's true though, and it's free. Oh, I'm not doubting you. The best thing I had, I've been filming four days this week. The best thing I had was fresh sardines barbecued with something rubbed into them. Is it called Hayisa? Harissa? It might be. What are you asking me for? Look at the state of us. So if you're gonna mar- if you were gonna cook sardines, what would you would you put any flavour on? Sardines. Fresh sardine, yeah. What not tinned? No, not tinned. They're all they I've never gone beyond tin to be Have honest. Have you ever had fresh Just fish on, in your life? On a bit of what, like from the chippy? <laughs> no, from the sea, Andy. Have you ever had fresh fish? I can't, I can't recall. No, I don't that be Of course you have. Is there a fish shop or do you, in Sunland? A chippy? No, uh, I'm not going to get anywhere with that anyway. So, um, hey, the Winnie Bagos. Have you heard of Winnie Bagos? Because I'm quite move. I'm quite filmy at the moment. You know, I'm acting yeah. and all that stuff. Do you know what I mean by a Winnie Burger? They're them aluminium things, aren't they? No, that's called it. Like caravans. Yeah, caravans for acting stars like me. Act, actor vans. Yeah, actor. <laughs> Actomobiles. <laughs> you know, they're £500,000, some of them. Are they? Yeah. What, are they full of, like, full of jewels? No, I don't know. That, that, the contents, I'm not talking about the contents. I'm saying they cost 500 quid on the road. I quite like how you're trying to uh, make yourself seem like a man of the people here. yeah. And talk about Winnebago's and talking in, in like absolute horror that one of them might cost half a million. Went to you, that's like it's dear's peers. Well, half a million pounds for acting. a van with some seats in yeah. it. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Do you watch Caravan Channel much, Andy? On the no, not really. No. They were this week, you? this week they concentrated on um, second hand ones between six and a half grand and 13 grand. And uh, that's that's a lot of money. Is that for a static? For no, oh, that's for a, tour. a touring caravan. Yeah, you're joking. Yeah. God, we paid five hundred quid for ours. Did you? Yeah. What? Did you just use it for firewood? It was back in 1984. Is that your family caravan? It was. Yeah. Is that where they used to take you to punish you? Yeah. They used to lock us in it in the garden. So, what's on the agenda today, Andy? Anyway. Well, we had a little challenge, didn't we? What was that? We had a, um, we are Chadwick's. Oh, yes, last I did night. it. Did you do it? Sorry, Monday night, not last I night. I did it after Big Brother. Yeah. I mean, well, I held mine in all day. <sighs> from, from you know, for even from first thing of the morning. I didn't even do a morning, Chadwick. So... Held it in. Yeah. And tried to get out as much as I could after Big Brother. It was like 10 o'clock at night, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, 
and I strained and I strained and I strained to get the last drop out and a little little bit of bone came out as well. God help us. I think it might have been a bit of my pelvis. <laughs> but tell me, Andy, can just before you give me the figures for your evening mm-hmm. wee-wee, Monday night yep. evening wee-wee, how did you weigh it? Same as you. Weighed myself beforehand. Oh, right. Emitted the Chadwick. Yeah. Weighed myself afterwards. All oh, right, because I actually put mine into a, a, a jug. I hope you weren't, weren't going to do that. I thought we'd agreed that that wasn't the way forward. Oh, I forgot. I'm sorry, Andy. So I put mine in a jug and I weighed it on my kitchen scale. So mine, but it should be, it's still compatible because my weight came up in ounces. Yeah. So it's ice. Yeah, mine too. It's all the same, isn't it? It doesn't matter. Okay, so. You did, you did subtract the weight of the jug as yeah, well, didn't I put you? It, I zeroed the scales beforehand. Yeah. Right. What's your number? What's your figure? Well, hot sauce. Or I can go first if you want. Uh, I'll go first, hot sauce, Harry, if you don't mind. All right. My evening wee wee, my Chadwick. On Monday evening after Big Brother was eight point one ounces. <laughs> Why are you laughing? Thirteen ounces, pal. <laughs> Suck it up. Had you been drinking? No, I just kept it in all day. Right. Thirteen ounces, and that's and it was eleven ounces without the bone. <laughs> I took the I took the bit of bone out and weighed that separate. So even without the bone, I'm still beating you on eleven. Oh dear. Well, well done. Thanks. Did you try, I know because as, as you brought the top experiments, you were going to try and freeze dry um, a soup stained sock and then hammer yeah, it? it was soup stained knickers. Yeah. I haven't had room in my freezer yet to put it in, so I'm working my way through eating all the stuff in my freezer. Okay. All the chicken dippers and uh, potato smiley faces and all that sort of thing. And then later this week I'm going to, uh, you know, drench the, the knickers in some soup and get them frozen and I'll do a little video Oh, thank you. I mean, the nation awaits the results of that. Have we learned anything from our Chadwick Tinkle experiment? I mean, I, I just t- had my natural day. That was my natural 11 o'clock at night or 10 o'clock or whatever wee-wee. You stayed... You didn't wee all day. No. Yet your increase was only four ounces. It's interesting. Well, t- t- two ounces if you don't include the bit of bone that came yeah. out. Yeah. Well, I'll probably have to reflect well, on them figures and see maybe... Oh. I think all I've learned is that you shouldn't strain too much. Maybe if our audience, if, any, if there is in fact an audience uh, at this stage, would like to see if they can draw any conclusions from that, because for me, they seem surprising figures. They are. The, the other thing as well, a lot of people have been asking us where the, where the, the name Chadwick came from, but, I mean, it's, it's quite obvious, isn't it? It's rhyming slang. For... And, and if they well, if they don't know what it is, then you know that's not my problem. No, true. It's Ramin Sang, isn't it? From bo- pretty, from Bow area of London. Pretty obvious, I think. Never mind. <sighs> we've got a website now. It's athleticalmins.com. You can go on there and listen to all the podcasts that we've done. You can buy some limited edition T-shirts, and there's loads of other stuff. Go and have a look. Been doing any observation comedy, Andy? I've got, uh, yeah, I've got a little bit of a routine here for you. you ready? Yeah, of course I am. Here we go. I'll hit you with this. <laughs> do you remember? Do you remember? Do you remember the 14th century? Uh, we're all alike today, but everything was black and white, and you couldn't get a pizza delivered for love and the money. Hey, <laughs> ah, uh, that's right, that's right enough. Relatable, very yeah. relatable. Here's another one. Speaking of pizza, what's the deal with vegetarian food? It's just like proper food, but not very nice. Uh, that's all. That's. Uh, do you do you remember? Listen, listen. 
Do you remember? Remember that time when them lads from the Borstal got out and they nicked a motorbike and they set fire to it round the back of the precinct and they let you watch it and it was so exciting that you pissed yourself and then one of them threw a hammer at your back. <laughs> yeah, Do you remember that? that? I remember that very Do well. Do you remember? That's a nice little set. That's all right, you know, it's a tight ten minutes though, isn't that it? That is a lovely little set. Once you factor in, factor in a little introduction at the beginning... Yeah. Stand innovation at the end and some hysterics in the middle. That's ten minutes. Do you think you get an encore? I wouldn't do an encore. Why not? I'm not into that sort of thing. You get what you get, and that's All right, it. Fair enough. I suppose. In the, yeah, if you buy ten fish fingers, you get ten. You don't clap the box and get another one pop out, do you? <laughs> exactly. You know what? When you buy some fish fingers, <laughs> it, I might chuck that in as the encore. I'll fucking vex them, won't it? So anyway, Andy, you know, there's been. Um, we haven't been doing much football recently, so I've done a little observation comedy set, but it's about football, so... Ah, oh, that's nice. You know... Um, Get back to our roots. Give it a go. Um, hey, 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 have you ever noticed that when you go to a away match, the people in the town often have a different accent? Have you noticed that? Have you noticed Yay. that? Yay! Thank you, thank you. Have you ever noticed that when you go to a away match, you never sat in the same seat you sit in at the home matches? <laughs> you noticed that? Ooh. You noticed that? Yeah. You ever noticed that when you go to an away match, you're always miles from home when it finishes? Miles from home. You noticed that? Yeah. It's funny, it's funny isn't it? Yeah. Do you remember when you could stand at away matches? Hey, hey, hey. Now you have to sit and your brass hand keeps banging on the structure of the seat. Have you noticed that? Hey. Do you think I've, got, I've done one for an encore, do you want it? I know you do encores, do you? But I do them, yeah. You prick. So... Yeah, go on then. Shout more, more, more. More, ah, more, more. Thank you, thank you very much. Hey, do you remember old-fashioned turnstiles at away matches where you had to push the turnstile around manually, almost ripping your brass hand off as you did it? The plastic now, aren't they? What brass hands? No, they're turnstiles. Oh, yay! yay. Thank, thank you. Good night. Very good. That you go down a storm with that, I reckon. Are you taking that to Edinburgh? Um, no, I don't do Edinburgh anymore. I do. No. I, I, with, I, I mean, it's pretty high quality stuff, Andy. I tend to do the Montreal Festival, Sydney Comedy Festival. All the big lads. All the big lads. Yeah. 
So, Andy, my mind turns to Steve McLaren. Um, would you like to hear about it or at this moment? It's quite a long one because he was in A&E this week, you know. It's it's inevitable, so yeah. Well, yeah, Steve is in A&E this week. It's quite a long story. I'm sorry, Andy, I'll be as quick as I can. Oh, right? Take your time, mate. So the fat lass, yeah, she was yep. on a train back from Hull where Steve had been doing an interview for um manager's job at a carpet, right, you know, carpet tick. They asked him to stay over for a second interview with the area manager, not just... Oh, the, that's a good sign. Yeah, not just the store manager. So she had to go home herself to look after Casper the snake, you know, because Steve's yeah. only going to worry and he's got an interview and everything. On the train, she sat next to a doctor and they got chatting and it turned out he was like um, what they call a co- colorectal surgeon, like a Todd doctor, basically, for all that, yeah. all that area. So... The fact that's really interesting. So she, she she explained that since she came back from holiday with Steve, right, her tods have been like a bit strange. Like, do you know, like lots of little watsit shapes, but crushed together and quite dark and greasy. Do you, oh, that doesn't sound good. No, I don't. I mean, that's why she's obviously, you know, consulted the doctor. So the doctor says, actually, that's quite normal if you've been away, especially to our country, because of the change of water. And dehydration that, you know, you get in hotter climes. Right. Doctor said to... This is interesting, this. Actually, I don't know how this ties in with the story, but the the doctor said, if you get really lucky, fat lass, you'll you'll have a Todd that is actually like half its length is the congealed what's-it, you know, substance. And then it'll change, and the other half will just be back to your normal smooth. Do you know what I mean? Like a kind of a, a signifying Todd. Thank you. Exactly that. And he explained that this Todd is called the half rush. Right. Isn't that a nice term. And That's it's, the medical term for it's it. It's called yeah. the half rush. And it's meant to be lucky if you actually get to see it. So I don't know why I told it anyway. Steve gets back. Why would, why would you not get to see it? Where, where else would it go? I don't think everyone's like you, Andy. I don't think you pick apart, pick up the Todds after they've done them. They just let's forget I said that then, and you just carry okay. on with the story. Anyway, Steve gets back next day. Fat lass has made him um, a baked bean on toast dinner, Andy with tinned hot dogs chopped up on top of it. Yeah, basically, she knew he wouldn't get the job, and she wanted to cheer him up, give him a bit of yeah. a treat, and everything. Yeah. So Steve's tucking in. Casper's the snakes wrapped around his shoulders and they're watching a Poirot video on a, like a little portable in the kitchen, you know, video uh, telly thing. So he didn't get the job no, then? I don't, let's, don't want to rub it in though. Just, can we just pass over that? He didn't get the job. Yeah, he'll have been so down. Yeah, and um, suddenly there was a scream like from one of the actors, you know, like, uh, ah! Now that just sounds like a query, doesn't it? Ah! Something like that. And Casper... Immediately at that moment, let out a little spew, a little spew on the table, um, about an egg cupful, a little reflex spew. Yeah, and you know, seemed to tie in with the scream. So Steve thinks that is interesting. That I wonder if it's the noise, shrill noises, and that that do it. So he like tapped on his plate, sort of like like that. You know, yeah, nothing. Casper's fine. And then he banged the big baked bean pot down on the formica surface, like like that. Props. Absolutely nothing. So, to be honest with you, he abandoned that theory, but it should, <laughs> that, you know, he gave it a go. 
So, yeah. wife goes up to go for a Todd. Um, she's had her beans. A few minutes later, she shouts down, Quick, Steve, come up here. He thinks, I don't know if you, I told you about this before, she wants her bottom wiping. So he grabs the dirty dish With cloth, the flannel. Yeah, yeah, and goes upstairs. Soon as he gets to the toilet, she says, Steve, look, Steve, Steve, look at my half rush, right? <laughs> Steve looks in the bowl and sees like the smooth handle end, right, attached to the bobbly end and thinks, listen up, hey, Andy, thinks she said hairbrush. Oh, God. Yeah, honestly. So he reaches into the Todd pot, but as soon as he grabs it, it like all collapses, the Todd in his hand, yeah? Oh, man. Right? What does he do? He screams. Ah! <laughs> Casper spews up half his body weight, probably, right? Into the fat lass's leggings, which are down by her ankles, right? So Steve <laughs> does a little spew himself because it like, stinks this stuff from the... You know, the, from the bowl. From the holiday. And he, like, spews up a little mouthful into the dishcloth. Sorry, I know this goes on a bit, but he ended up in A&E, right? Steve runs downstairs to get another cloth to wipe the fat last year. Casper just falls off onto the toilet floor. Steve rushes back into the toilet, steps on Casper. What does Casper do? Spews up. Spews up again. So Steve... His instinct is to use the fresh cloth to wipe up the spew from Casper, yeah? Yeah. Fat lass says, what about me, Steve? So without thinking, he starts wiping her her bottom with the snake-sick-covered teeth, you know, dishcloth. Yeah. Right? So quite rightly, Fat Lash punches Steve full in the face, full in the cheek, above his lip. He goes backwards, cuts his head on the bathroom mirror. I'm laughing, but I don't know why. It's a terrible story, it's isn't it? It's not funny. It's a comedy of errors, isn't it? it awful, isn't it? A tragedy. So there you go. So Steve ended up in, um, at a couple of stitches. Yeah. Right? They took Casper to the... Uh, well, I won't go on anymore, but, I mean, the story goes on, but um, poor Steve, I didn't get a job what, and ended up what I'll say, What I'll say about that is that a couple of days ago, I went to see Finding Dory at the cinema. Is that a movie, Yeah. It's it's the Finding Nemo sequel. Oh, right, yeah. And what I would say is that that story you've just told me trumps Finding Dory. Oh, is it a bad And would make a superior film. It's no good, was it? It was all right, but what you've just told me was a lot better. Oh, well, that's kind of... You think it could be animated and... I think it Disney? could be. I think we should open talks with some of the um, top animation studios. Just in the UK, not Disney. Disney wouldn't touch it. Go Pixar? No, no. they wouldn't touch it. I don't know. Too, too many tods in it. Hardman, <laughs> um, they'd probably do it. Hardman might do it, yeah. Because plasticine, you can easily make a tod out of plasticine, can't you? They could easily replicate that half rush, couldn't they? Definitely, just two different colours, just weld together. Yeah, it's too, yeah, I suppose it's a lighter brown and a darker brown, yeah. Uh-huh. And that's your basics with clear modelling, isn't it? Well, we'll give them a bell, see if we can get that going, eh? Okay, wife's questions, Andy. Go on, a few then. things she wants to find out. Hi, Andy, she says. Hi, Mrs. Mortimer. Have you ever kicked your children mistakenly believing they were cats or mice? <laughs> <laughs> no. Thank you. Fair enough. Just wanted to clear that up. Have you ever plenished yourself by drinking smoothies made from kale, spinach, buckwheat and the like? No. Okay. 
Where do you buy your bras? Asda or Hutton's Fruiterers on the High Street? Up the Asda. Thank you very much, Andy. I'll pass those on to the wife. Thank you so much for answering them so succinctly. That's great. You know what? Yeah? I've finally got a trainer sock that I can believe in. How do you mean? Do you wear trainer socks? Oh, you know, like if you've got your shorts on in the summer, but you want to wear a sock. I, I know what you mean. I don't wear Mandy, but I do know what you mean. Primark. Really? Primark, pal. I don't know anything about Primark. Seven pairs for two quid. Shit, man, they must be high quality, Andy, for you. Well, <laughs> well, the, it's, not, it's not about the quality of the fabric. I mean, they, they make me feet sweat quite a lot. I bet they do. So it's quite a cheap fabric. But the, the actual height of the ankle. How high? Just at the same height as the top of the trainer. Oh, so you don't. So you need... can't see them. Uh, and the, you can't tell them wearing them. And they've got. They don't tend to fall into the trainer. They get this. Nah, they stay on because some of them do. Some of them slip down yeah. over the back of the heel, don't they? That's a bitch, isn't into it? The trainer. But I, honestly, it was just a, a, I purchased them on a whim. Wow, I'm really pleased. I can see by your face that you're a cock of hope, aren't you? Two two quid, seven pairs. I bought fourteen pairs. Yeah. That's me sorted for the rest of the summer. Do, I didn't even need to wash them. Do they, well, they'd disintegrate if you washed them, wouldn't they? What? I would imagine so, yeah. I could try freezing them if you want with me knickers. Well, I'll tell you what might be interesting. What might genuinely be interesting is that um, get them nice and... Well, I don't mean sweaty, but, you know, like used, yeah? <clears throat> yeah. Put them in your freezer. Right. Um, and see if that get rid of, gets rid of the uh, aromas. All right, OK. I think we'll it freeze might. Freeze them... Freeze them and then try and smell them when they're frozen. No, freeze them. Freeze them, defrost, defrost them. them. Then have a smell. Have a smell. Okay. Thank you very much indeed. Um, I, w- I, was, I was asking everyone on... Uh, I've been on a film set this week. Did you know, Andy, acting? Yeah, doing your acting. I heard about yeah. that, yeah. And um, I was asking most of the people on the set what was their favourite of the classic takeaways. You know, McDonald's, right, KFC, yeah. Burger King, Subway... Dominoes and all that. Um, and I'd like to ask you, Andy, do you have a favourite? I don't like any of them, Bob. You honestly? I used to I used to be quite partial to a McDonald's breakfast. Yeah. But they stopped doing them. They stopped doing the big breakfast. Right. And they only do. Do you know why they stopped doing them? This know. is my theory anyway. Because they have to give you a plastic knife and fork. To eat them with. Right. And they've stopped doing them, and they've stopped doing pancakes as well. And now they just do finger food. Oh, so they do it... I, I know you can get, like, sausage and an egg in a roll, can't you? You can get a muffin or a, a bagel and all that sort of thing, but you can't get anything you've got to use a knife and fork with. And you don't like them, Andy? You don't like the... I don't like it one bit. So, I, well, you know, of all the people I've asked, and this is incredible when I look at the state of you, you're the first person who said that, giving me that answer, that you don't like any of them. All right, it's KFC. It's KFC, all right? Of course it is. That's what I said. But do you know what's winning? At 28 votes I've got at the moment. And Go on, then. McDonald's. Seriously? Yeah. I haven't had one vote for Burger King. I've never been in a Burger King for about five years. No, the... Although I, I did see a seagull stand outside one in Sunderland last week. Did it you? Was just, it was just standing there in the doorway, just looking into the... into the. I, I see a restaurant, but you know what I mean. Yeah. And it was just looking as if it was waiting for someone to open the door for it. Yeah. And I almost went and opened the door and went, hey, I'm mate. <laughs> I went up to Stockton this week, Andy. Did you really? Yes, I did. For the old, Tell us all about that then, Bob. The Alderman's annual charity football match. 
Oh, and I... it was town hall officials, the alderman and all his cronies and that, versus minor celebrities like myself. So there's me. Do you know Stephen Tomkinson? Oh, yeah. Stephen Tomkinson. Tall lad, isn't he? Yeah. Steph from BBC Breakfast News, yeah. Big business, Steph, yeah. yeah. Me, Mark Page, used to be on Radio 1. Yep. Uh, Biffy all Clyro. the Teesside stars. Yeah, Biffy Clyro. And it was all, pop star. all to raise money for the dreamy, dreary, dreamy. You know, gloomy kids, whatever you call them. Yeah. It's like slow kids, the weary yeah. ones and their parents. The dysfunctional ones. I don't, well, that's probably a bit dysfunctional. I mean, that's more of an accusation I'd, I'd attach to the parents. But anyway, yeah, they're daft kids. <laughs> so the town clerk, he's manager of the council team. Alderman, he's managing my team, celebrity team. And it's a dec- dec- half-decent game, actually, Andy. They've got right. a few people turned up to support it and that. Um, Biffy, Biffy Claro, he's a bit useless. He, he just stands out wide on the wing, drawing on his face. Yeah, yeah no good. that's him. <laughs> it's no good to anyone, is it? But Tomkinson's useful. He's useful there, centre-half. Although, you're getting a bit fed up with the physicality, like, of uh, the vicar. Who thinks of bleach with a twitch? Yeah, really physical player he is. Gets stuck in, does he? <laughs> He's wiry, you know, like like slightly, not quite as tall, but like crouchy. Really difficult Just, to play against, you know. Or, treat, it, treat it like a cup final, even though it's a charity uh, thing. Absolutely, yeah. Really getting stuck in. It's a tight game. Just before half time, Steph from uh, Business News, but and but on the breakfast BBC uh, hacks down the. Um, Chief planning officer, yeah? <laughs> he's yeah. he's the Red Indian who plays for them. That's just a joke, ha-ha, chief planning officer. Hacks him down in the box, they get a penalty, right? Bleachy Vicar takes it, 1-0 at half-time. Good game, Pretty though. Fetch. Good game. Yeah, yeah, all to play for. Alderman gives us the team talk. He tells Biffy to go and wash his fucking face, yeah? <laughs> tells St- Steph to sit. Can you stop being quite so physical, Steph? Do you know what I mean? Then he turned to me and he says, Robert, what's going on, Robert? You're not the Robert we were expecting, Robert. You're one paced. <clears throat> Lethargic, Robert. Get a grip, Robert. I didn't say anything, Andy, sorry. <clears throat> I didn't say anything because, to be honest with you, I knew he was right. The game was just passing yeah. me by a bit, really. Tight game. We're down to the last two minutes. It's still 1-0, yeah? What's Clyro doing? Oh, what do you think Clyro's doing? He's sat Stand at the touchline, drawing draw on his face. Starts drawing on his face oh, again. Prick. I mean, you're basically playing with ten men, but of course... You know, it's for charity, but, you know, make an effort. If you're going to turn up, put a shift in. To be honest, Andy, he's the biggest star we had, so... To get the crowds in. I know, but even so... Well, I, I agree with you, Andy, right? So, a couple of minutes left. I'm half hacked down by the chief planning officer, right? The trainer rushes on with his bag and a mad sponge. It was just a bit of that spray you get from boots. And I have to say, I don't think... I, I can't... I don't know whether I can carry on. He says, nonsense. I say, no, Jeff, really. I, I'm, I'm in too much pain. I think I'm finished for the match. Then my teammates all gradually gather round. They lean in. And I look up to see Steph from BBC Breakfast and me, Mark Page, and Bernie Slaven, actually, ex-Borough striker, staring down at me. Oh, a ringer. Proper player. Yeah, yeah. You know, it was good. Well, they had the vicar, for Christ's sake. True. Suddenly, they all separated. There he is, stood looking down at me, the alderman, yeah? He's taking his fleece off 
and he's wearing the tightest mustard polo neck you can imagine and a nice Czech trilby, right? What do they start chanting? Kiss the alderman. Kiss, kiss the, the alderman. Kiss, kiss the, alderman. the alderman. The alderman leans right his face right over him and he says, Help us, Robert. You're our only hope, Robert. Then his lips softly clasp onto mine and he slowly moistens my mouth with his saliva. Andy, I've never I've never been kissed like that before. <laughs> it was like electricity passing through my body, honest I promise. So I was I was literally straight up on my feet and from the free kick, listen up. From the free kick, I ran straight at their defence. I nutmegged at the vicar. I did a one-two with Steph from breakfast before gliding past the head of child protection, smashing it into the net. Final kick of the match, right? Steph from uh, Breakfast News lifted me right up above her head and I tell you what, it felt as, as good as a victory scoring with the la- you know, equalising with oh, the last kick. Brilliant. So, What a story. What a kiss. What a kiss, yeah. yeah that- and I assume that money was raised as well for the for the daft kids. Yeah, we raised over n- nearly two hundred pound. That's what well worth it. One eight nine pounds. One eight nine. Yeah, nice round figure. That's that's beautiful. Thank you. So yeah, I, great week for you then. I kissed the alderman and we equalised. Did it not go to penalties? No, no, it's not. It wasn't a cup match. It's just a one-off. Oh, you know what? You're right. It should have gone to penalties, shouldn't it? It should have. I don't, if I'd gone to that, I would have felt a bit underwhelmed at the end walking away. Ah, oh, I'm fucked off now. It's because we were so we, we celebrated. You know what I mean? It felt like an end. It felt like a win. Yeah, so, I see what you're saying. There you go. And the other team probably shied away from penalties, that thinking that they, so they, they wouldn't stand a chance. Yeah, because you were on such a high. Well, I think that's about it for this week, Bob. Well, um, thank you for f- thank you. Um, I, d- I have done a song. Once again, I'm going to have to apologise. Like, it's a bit like the sort of thing Peter Glaze would sing at the end of Cracker Jack. Right. A wild Jan... What is it? Wild Jan Yankovic or something? No. Right, something like big... What? Wild Jan Yankovic, Wild Bill... Comedy song, you know, like these people who do comedy song. What it is, is I've done a song to the tune of Ghostbusters because of Ghostbusters right. coming out, all right? All right, yeah. So I'll give it a go. If you do it and it's a load of shite, I'll just cut it out. We'll pretend it didn't happen. Yeah, well, I'll leave it to your judgment, Andy. Right. I think it probably is a it, bit then. shite, right? So it's Ghostbusters, yeah? Yeah. When you're down in the dumps, because your snake spewed up, who are you going to call? The Dirty Alderman. You could have done that bit with me. Well, I didn't know what you were going to okay, say. Okay, so start again. When you're down in the dumps, because your snake spewed up, who are you going to call? The Dirty, dirty Alderman. Alderman. When you're facing defeat, and it's a kiss you need... Who are you going to call? The Dirty, dirty Alderman. Alderman. Fucking hell, son, you're joking. Aren't you get a group? This soup is shit and the Geordies are in the championship. When you're feeling shite, because you're Chadwick's light, who are you going to kiss? The Dirty, dirty Alderman. Alderman. There you go. Yay. Um, I don't know if I'll keep that in, to be honest. It wasn't great. Yeah, I'd rather you didn't. Thank you. All right, I'll do a little alternative ending. Instead, okay. Well, so that just to take us out, and I'll just cut the song out. That uh, well, no song this week, Bob. Sorry to hear that. Uh, I'll just leave you by asking you: Do you prefer hot or cold food? I prefer cold food. Thank you, Andy. See you next time. Thanks a lot, Bob. Bye bye. Bye.
when it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com.